Black African Power family, what's good? What's happening? A well-organized lie defeats a disorganized truth every time. Woo-hoo-wee. Man, y'all already know what it is, man. It's God Killer in the house, family. Hey, look, check this out, man, with my main man, Black Panther. What's good, man? What's good, man? A lot for y'all. A mandala, a baby for Houdier, which basically means peace, power, and African liberation. What's going on, family? We in the Black Dot Bookstore, home of the Armin Ross Squad. We're now starting to have prestigious people in the community come by and give presentations, birthday parties, uh, martial arts demonstrations, all they doing that all here, family. We had Manu Baruti, Yabaruti last night give the complimentary lecture. Uh, I've taken that course from them. I recommend it to all couples, whether you just boyfriend or girlfriend, married or thinking about getting married. I recommend a complimentary lecture. Uh, we had my godfather, uh, Odun Ogulanu. He had a birthday party for one of uh, his godchildren here in the Black Dot bookstore, you know? And man, y'all can go on Instagram and Facebook and check that out. Uh, Ogulanu Music, check that out. Uh, man, that was serious. So, you know, it's catching on. It's catching on in the community. If you in town, you know, if you in Atlanta, 6984 Main Street, Lathonia, GA, Come out, see what we about. We got all our works in the bookstore, you know. Y'all can see we the got our own right section, man. We in here, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, Asaya Motel, my books in here. University of Kemet Press, Session uh, Nima Meduetcha, they in here. Uh, you know, everybody got something up in here, man. You know, so come on by, see what we about, man. This is this is. Black excellence right here. So we got to celebrate it. We got to get it out to the community. And we want you all to actively participate with us. Yeah, we, we, we carry four series brands, man. Of course, Abs You Wear. All right. Man, y'all got to get with these, man. Yo, they tight, man. I'm just letting y'all know, man. This is definitely for the streets, man. Um, yep. You know, we got the shirts. You know what I'm saying? Y'all can see the shirts, man. The Savra shirts. Um, we also carry... Pan for wear, you know what I'm saying, yo? Um, Y'all see the jackets right here, Absolutely. bro. Absolutely. And we got all the hats, man. I'm gonna scan the store later. Then we got Afroletics, you know what I'm saying? So, you know what I mean? One, two, three. And of course, Nagash. Yeah, Nagash. So, I mean, these are black-owned brands, man. And and they're not just T-shirts, you know, man. Got the shoes. Mm -hmm. Pan for wear got the shoes, man. Absolutely. Uh, jackets, shirts, hats. I mean, we just doing it up in here, man. And it's and, and, and it's a shame, man, because, you know, we go back and forth with dudes, right? Year ago. And they still sitting in their mother's house doing lectures. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, you know what I mean, yo? So if you're in your mother's house doing lectures, bro, don't say nothing to me. All right? Tired of playing. Ha, 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 ha. Tired of hearing all that. Because you're supposed to represent the change you want to see in the world. I'm, I'm representing the change I want to see in the world. I want to see the youth uh, um, uh, 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 prosper in this African knowledge, man. And so I got to store the community. You know what I'm saying? Right in the community. Right in the hood. Had to chase some niggas away from the truck. Away from the truck. <laughs> <laughs> trying to break it. I'm trying to catch some little son of a bitches. I promise you. You know what I'm saying, yo? And I, want, I was going to say, look, check this out, man. We right here. Come on in the store. Mm -hmm. That shit you doing petty as a motherfucker. Get your head blown off. Run up to somebody's shit. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, cut that out. And so that's why we here to correct crazy behaviors. Right. You know what I'm saying? But it's the change that I want to see in the world. We not just talking. Pan for not just talking, man. Talk about your trip to Africa. 
as you represent the change that you want to see in the world? August 10th, uh, in a comp- in a, it's a company with Ogulanu Music, my godfather. Uh, we're going on a trip to Africa. Uh, I've been advertising for it for the last two, three months. We are now sold out. Uh, we are going to Egypt, in which that portion of the trip I'm going to be teaching and uh, informing people about the uh, finer points of Egyptian culture. Then we're going to Nigeria, um, going to different shrines in Nigeria. I should have started by saying this ain't no tourist trip. We ain't going to the resort. Uh, you going to the bush. You know, we ain't, we going to the bush. We going to see the real people, man. Uh, we will be there during the world-famous Oshun Festival that happens every year. PBS actually did, has a documentary mm. about the Oshun Festival mm. and uh, things that go on in Oshokbo and uh, things of that nature. We're going to be there for that this year. We're also going to uh, Benin, mm. home of the Vudan, home of the voodoo, home of all things scary to people other than African practitioners. <laughs> so uh, we're going to be there. Uh, we're gonna uh, see the Sangbetos. We're gonna uh, sit down with the Vudan chiefs. We're gonna, you know, get immersed in African culture. Uh, my brother Dinas Tamir is gonna be at the Oshun Festival as well. So we look forward to linking up with the brother. Uh, he goes to Africa all the time. The Vudan Festival, the Oshun Festival. He does this. So we're gonna link up with him there. Uh, we're also going to Togo. Togo got a lot of uh, African spirituality there as well. So we're hitting all four spots. And it's going to be August 10th through the 24th. I'm going to be posting videos, interviews, pictures, everything I can post, you know. And, uh, you know, it's going, to be, it's going to be one of those times where, you know, we're going to be living our culture. Mm-hmm. Initiations are going to happen, readings, culture, festivals. I mean, the whole nine yards. So we're going to be getting all that footage, man, and bringing it back to the people. Rich history, man. And I often wonder why uh, the community fails. And I take a look at the new conscious community, and I see I see things prominent, like for instance, uh, metaphysics. You know, I'm a metaphysician. What the hell is that? How the hell can you get outside of physics? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I'm tired of this, man. Like I can't take it. I've been sitting back chilling. You know where y'all been at? We ain't been nowhere. We've been working, right? Mm-hmm. YouTube ain't every damn thing. No. It's nice, right? But to be stuck in YouTube means that you ain't in the community. You got to have a healthy balance. You know what I'm saying? I'm working on my second book. You know what I'm saying? I know you're working on your information. You're always publishing articles. You know what I'm saying? We writing. We building businesses. You know what I'm saying? I got the company Abs You Wear. We ain't went nowhere, though. I'm still banging on y'all. What the hell is the metaphysics? What metaphysics? Metaphysician? That means you teaching niggas zero information is what it is. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Meta, meta is beyond. Beyond. So, so the claim would be something is beyond physics. Huh. So, you know, that's cool as long as you have evidence to back that up, right? How do you get evidence so, beyond the physics? So, it's always, though, when I see what metaphysics is, it's always something that can be explained with physics. Mm. Like, people come to you with crystals and say, this is metaphysics. <laughs> well, crystals come out of the earth <laughs> and have elements and, and materials that we can measure and test for. So, that's not beyond physics. Uh, people come to you with yoni eggs and say that this is metaphysics. Uh, but yoni eggs are made of materials, which again have elements and, and solids, liquids. All of these things are not beyond physics. So when I when I hear the term metaphysics, I often think of something that's not tangible, something I can't see or test for that you can prove to me is real. So I propose that 
uh, people that are in those fields not call it metaphysics. I, I, I don't know what you would call it, but uh, people that are in just call it new age. How about that? Is new age new yeah. age is acceptable? Call yourself a new age scientist or something. Listen, the metaphysics, right? That's actually a Greek term, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's what the Greeks was doing at first, mm -hmm. and then they got out of that and moved to natural they sciences. They did. They, they abandoned it. So they left that alone, and you pick it up. Go to the Stanford. Uh, a good website is I think the Stanford Stanford uh, Philosophy. Type in mm. Stanford Philosophy, right? Okay. Excellent. Got all that in there, right? They left that alone. Our crazy community picked it up, right? Following white people. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Now, I'm not the one to say that everything that white people come up with is wrong. I don't even know what the hell white people is. Because that's racism, white supremacy, too. Mm. Negroid, uh, uh, a mongoloid, and cargozoid. <laughs> that's racism, white supremacy. If you still following that, then you just out your mind, mm -hmm. right? But the point I want to make here is that... Um, uh, the body of knowledge that was formed by the Greeks, they got away from that, and they had to deal with the natural science. And we know how that went down. Right. We know how they studied in different places of the world. And I, you know, I like to, you know, highlight Egypt. You know what I'm saying? This is where, when they come back, you know, giving natural science, give, giving people the natural explanation of things, going against state-sponsored religion like Zeus and them. You know, like Zeus didn't create thunder and lightning to the Greek philosophers. Right. You know what I'm saying? They 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 and start observe to get a, thunder and lightning. Right. They started to get a, a a natural holistic view of what it was, and then they deemed them atheists. Those will go against the state sponsor religion. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, they abandoned that. Our community pick it up later on through what, like, say for instance, Madame Mavowski. So when you talk about Madame Mavowski, right? You talk about astral projecting. So anytime you hear anybody talk about astral projecting. Right, they really go. It goes back to Madame Mavowski because she brought it over here when she came from India, right? Studying, studying against a, a, a certain uh, a Hindu teachers, whatever the hell, mm -hmm. and that's what she came back with. Right. You know, a quick search on Wikipedia show you who she learned that garbage from. Right. She and, brought that. And, and you know, uh, what's the other dude's name? White lady. Uh, I just want to put that in there. He, and if you see the picture of her, oh my god. Yeah, it's just like it's all serious. She, she she looks demonic, and I don't even believe in demons. But she looks she looks like something I would label demonic. But uh, you know, what's the other dude's name, man? That had the coat. He just he right there with Madame Bavalsky, uh, Alistair Crowley. Alistair Crowley with Crowley. all the Egyptian symbolism. Yeah. They drag us into it. A lot Listen. a lot of stuff that the conscious community thinks comes from three sources: Madame Bavalsky, Alistair Crowley, Crowley, and Hinduism. <laughs> it's just plain out Hinduism, you know, and, and I try not to get into it with too, so many people, but I, my, my main focus is, okay, you know about these other things in these other cultures, right? Mm -hmm. But why haven't you tried your own? Ben, when I first met you, you was talking about them type of things. Mm -hmm. I was like, bro, that ain't it. And we had a good long conversation. Right? About what it was. You said, what are you what it is? I say, well, yeah, you're eight is not. I said, but wait a minute. I said, yo, I love traditional African culture. Mm -hmm. I said, that's something you could that's something to really study. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I said, if it was my my choice, you know what I'm saying, everybody be be dealing with African traditional culture. You know what I mean, I'm saying? It is our culture. So we know we know about Hinduism, we know about Buddhism, 
We and know you about said something Taoism. about your family. You we knew about, about your family back then. Yeah, I, I knew because. And I say, damn, you got this shit. Remember <laughs> it that? Did, it didn't know. Remember I said didn't that? really know what I had. I said, really? I said, you got all this shit, dog. Yeah. Remember yeah. that? I was like, really? Yeah. Yeah. You got it. Yeah. Look, look nowhere but home. So the new community look home. everywhere but home, right? right? They really like the hippies in the sixties, where the hippies wore the watch this. What what the hippies wear? Tie dye. Tie dye. What else they wore? They wore the uh, the dashikis, right? Mm -hmm. The hippies with the da dashikis from Africa, mm -hmm. Native American shoes, sandals, <laughs> right? Hold on, <laughs> and then the the, the Irish headbands. They mix so it all in. Mixed up. The hippies mix it all in. Smoke some weed, take some acid, and start spewing out Hinduism, uh, Jain, all kind of everything. And mix uh, Egypt, mix it all in. And this is what our community got now. Mm -hmm. We got the hippieism. <laughs> I never thought of it like yeah, that. Yeah, we black hippies now. My 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 only question to the community though is is you know just just mm. look into your traditional cultures and don't look into it from from a point of view like basically wipe your wipe your mind. Wipe the slate clean. Don't come in there with, right. the, with with the Islam baggage. Don't come in there with the Christianity baggage. Don't come in there with the with the, what you deem to be spiritual baggage. Just come in and learn uh, from a traditional practitioner, whether it be Ifa, a comb, Vudan. I mean, whatever it may be, uh, Fadrug, Sangoma, uh, Odinani. You know, whatever you find. You know, based on uh, where you're from. You know, if you find out where you're from, and just sit this. down. And learn what our ancient ancestors thought and what they thought about the uh, epistemology of their science. I'm hearing nature based. You know, it's all nature based. I'm hearing, I'm hearing it's nature based. It's all nature based. We're, we're nature based people. But the thing is, we have an opportunity that we, we, we really don't take advantage of. You know, Egypt is great, Egypt is a great civilization to study. But if we are honest with ourselves, all the Kari hair priests, the Nisuts, the Nisits, they are gone. They are no longer in Egypt. I've been to Egypt twice, and I can tell you, it is run by Arabs. Man, Muslims. And, and, and it hurts you, you know, because you come all this way to see the temples that are in ruins, although they are beautiful, but Arabs charging you money to get in the door. Yeah, you got to pay to see that. You got to pay to see certain things in Conquer Egypt. That. That's just what it is. Because... That's what happens Secure when you get conquered. So, the colonialism has wiped out the traditional Egyptians. So you so got to go, so go to West Africa. So you now you got to go to where your direct ancestors Kenya. are. You got to go to you got to go to these places where the traditions are still alive. And I promise you, if you do that, yeah. you will understand Egypt even more than you did before. Because the same things they're doing in Egypt or did in Egypt, they're doing now in West Africa. This spiritual continental thought that rose out of Africa is encompassing of the cultures that are inside of Africa. Therefore, all the cultures follow a certain rule and structure. So, you know, what they doing in the Zulu nation, they doing in Togo with Voodoo. All of these things are very similar and even some of them share deities. Like you can find Ogun in like four countries. You can find Oshun in like four countries. And that's just what it is. So Nature why is. are we going outside of our traditions to these other traditions with people that don't look like us, that don't claim us, that want nothing to do with us? Because they said but, it was devil worship to deal with our thing.
Well, well, you know, in African traditions, we don't have that concept. Yeah. There's no concept of a devil. The closest thing uh, to the devil that the white man had to see to superimpose on us is a concept called uh, Eshu or Elegba. And the reason why they associated him with the devil is because he is like the enforcer, the energy of enforcement. You can call it karma, you can call it whatever. But basically, when you do bad things, this is the energy that comes back to you. Mm -hmm. And that's in a lot of cultures, right? In the Bible, is you reap what you sow. Reciprocity. And it, it, yeah, reciprocity. reciprocity in Western thought. <laughs> that's the real But they were scared of that energy, right? So they named that energy the devil. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> you, you know what, though? But that's the thing. That's the system to work. I, um, I was reading this article, mm -hmm. and it was talking about how they was trying to test different systems and trying to see what mm -hmm. system worked best in humanity. Mm -hmm. you know, they, was, they were plugging into different religions and all that, mm -hmm. and they had all these different people. They had priests. They, they interviewed priests, uh, voodoo practitioners, they, they, everybody, right, with the best system. And the, and the underlying thing was reciprocity, right? Mm -hmm. And so they, t they had this game, two players, right? So if I stab you, then you would stab me. You know what I'm saying? Well, if I stabbed you, you didn't stab me, you would lose the game, right? And so they plugged it in, and, 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 and the model that worked every time was the reciprocity thing. You know what I'm saying? So, so this is what we got to learn, yo. You got to treat people the way they treat you. If they robbing and stealing and taking your shit, you stop fucking with them. You take all their shit. You wipe them out. You can't leave people to continue to destroy you like that. Right. Meaning, the culture that we practice over and over again Europeanism, racism, white supremacy, man, is demolishing us. We haven't learned to leave that alone. And even when we think we leave it alone, coming out of Christianity, we go back to another form of hippieism, you know, veganism. We do all the extra shit that ain't African Senate. No. You know what I'm saying? So we keep that same culture in play, and thus we get destroyed by the energy that produces in that culture. Instead of changing the energy and saying, look, man, we need to establish who we are in this world. I mean, that's that's the biggest concept in African traditions is, and what you're speaking of is elevation, and Facts. and, and you can't elevate without elevating your character. Facts. And I that's have an article coming out about that. It's called uh, "Character: The Most Vital Force in African Traditions," because I don't care what African tradition you study, if your character is bad, you're not going anywhere. Yeah, you can do a lot of. Your things destiny can be a lot of things. Yeah. But if your character is bad, it will not manifest. Right. Because you treat people like crap <laughs> and you don't learn. So elevation is, okay, this person robbing and stealing from me. Like you said, I'm going to leave this person alone. Yeah, it don't have to always be the clap back, but it's got to be, okay, I'm smart enough to know now that this person doesn't have my best it. good at heart. You have so to I have to get them away. And, and guess what? That. Even if that pe person thinks they have your best interest at heart, he could be somebody that steals for you. You got to elevate your character to the point to say, you know what? I know this is wrong. I got to get away from this brother. Yeah, but that's the truth. That is, that, is, that, is, that is the elevation that is necessary for your character, for you to elevate and become what you're supposed to become. To do what you're supposed to do. You to be who world. you're supposed to be. To be the best African you can be. You got to do it. And we world. have to work on character development. And I argue that the best systems to develop character is the ones predicated on character development, which is African traditions. All these other traditions, they don't predicate on character. Yeah, because the first predicator of uh, what you would call character is supposed to be the deity, right? 
The deity is the embodiment of the politics and the culture of right. the people. Right. What <laughs> you're trying, what you're aspiring to be. It's an example for you. Right. So, but if the deity is a damn crazy <laughs> egomaniac, <laughs> I'm gonna make man of my image and after my likeness, and then I'm gonna kill him. Cause he acting up. Well, damn! Did you not just make that? Where's your character? Where's your character, dog? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I totally right. get what you're saying. And and we just we just have to get back. You know, we just. This is my plea, and you've probably heard this from other people. But you know, we've 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 been here through all the process. We've carried the process through the process, as the Black Panthers used to say. So, we've tried Christianity. We tried. Tried it. Tried it. We tried Islam. We tried it. A couple of us even tried Judaism. We tried it. We've tried Buddhism, Hinduism, Taoism, Black Christianity, uh, Confucius uh, stuff, everything on the planet. Socialism. Black tried, right? But we haven't tried our tradition. So my, my, my plea. Just give African spirituality a try. I'm not saying become I'm a priest. I'm not saying become an initiate. I'm waiting. You waiting on. <laughs> hey, I ain't messing with everybody. <laughs> you know, I ain't got no problem. When I, when I get qualified. When you get qualified, right? That's, that, that. I'm going to be your first. You go ahead and we're going we're gonna to do that. Why not? That's what we're going to do. You know, I always talk about that, yo. So uh, we don't want to run as long because people intention span. So what I, what I do want to let y'all know is is that African-centered culture is predicated in nature-based, right? Mm -hmm. I give the great example of the Egyptians, and everybody say that they, they, they practice what, what polytheism, right? Worship no. many gods, right? The truth is, or, or pantheists, right? Mm -hmm. Polytheists. Well, the Greeks were really real polytheists. They were mm, strict yeah. polytheists. Yeah. And they worship many gods in human form. The gods right. appear in human form. Right. The Egyptians, you would consider them to be soft pantheists, right? Mm -hmm. Because their gods were nature-based. Right. Nature form. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. They used everything in nature. Mm -hmm. right? They talked about natural forces. Right. Gab, the earth. You know what I'm saying? The, 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 most, the, the most common letter in, in what we perceive as the Egyptian alphabet is the bird. The hawk. So it's, it's, it's all different types of birds in Metanature. So that tells you there it's an empirical research that was done on different types of birds in different areas. They studied the character. If you really want to study, if you want to know who you are as a human, you got to study the animals. Yes. There's no other way yes. to know how a human is but to study the animals around yes. the human. We're all, we're all integral, uh, uh, connected, and the system that you use tells you that. Right. The funny part about it is the system, traditional African systems, talk about this interconnectedness with yeah. all of nature. Everything you is know, everything. Right. The creator can't be up here and down there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's the difference between traditional African philosophical, spiritual, voodoo, judo systems, ifa systems, mm -hmm. right, and, and, and monotheistic systems. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? The monotheistic system states very clear that God made everything. Right? God and, and his creation, which officially separates God from his creations. And I always ask, because where the hell do you? Okay, so, so if nothing comes before God, right? Nothing comes before God, right? Because then it wouldn't be God, right? Then nothing comes after God because God can't die, right? Mm -hmm. Okay? Nothing is more powerful than God. Omnipresent, omnipotent, uh, uh, omnipotent, yeah. all that, right? right? Okay, so then when God makes something, where did God get it from? 
From him. Right. So if God gets it from God, how can the creation be separate from God? The Africans answer that question. There, there is no separation. There is no separation because everything That's the is point. existence. Right. But this, okay, so watch this now. Where do they? Where do you later on find that at? You find it in modern science. Mm-hmm. You find in evolution. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You find because they talk about everything is unified. Absolutely, and 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 evolution isn't a foreign concept to the African, as as people would think it is. You know, if you study even uh, even in Ifa, you know, you talk about it talks about the bacteria in the ocean, in the deep part of the ocean, which is would be a locum, and how that bacteria later becomes fish, which is yumoja. How that fish turns into mammals, uh, which is a uh, orisha called, uh, I think it's another orisha called Aja. So when we become mammals, then you got the beast and the animals and everything like that, right? Who hunts the animals? Now you got Ogun that comes into it. And then Ogun really is the iron deposits in the bacteria, which later become fish as well. So they're walking you through the process. When you're studying Orishas, they're walking you through nature. They're walking you through the process. And then it becomes something, you know, that we're here, the uh, the Ineon or the so, Chosen Ones or what we call humans. So, so you just have to study it and really look at it. Don't look at it from a religious perspective. Look at it as a science. Look at it as the science of their time. And you'll start to see, well, these people were saying the same things. They were just saying it a little different. They coded it. You, I got a book, um, uh, uh, Black Athena, I think it's book two. He talks about e- Egyptian myth. Right mm-hmm. as explanation for science. Exactly. So then they myths. They was explaining exactly. science. Even even in the story with Obatala Mode's man, and he gets drunk on the palm wine and starts making uh, other men. It says he starts making men that are different than the men that he was making when he wasn't drunk. <laughs> so you might look at that like, oh, oh drunk guy. The lesson is don't get drunk. No, he's telling you. Different people start to, to populate off of the original people. Mm-hmm. That is evolution. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's the, it, it, you just have to look at it. You just have to change your perspective, really. Uh, you know, I always um, put it out there, man. Always get into math and science because your ancestors were into it. So foundation I bought right Scientific America magazines for my children uh, because I want them to get into math, science, and and really understand things from a different perspective. They're also they also all have their LAKs like me mm-hmm. because you study the science of old, you study the science of now, and you see the connectiveness. So this is where we're lacking. We have scientists in the community, right? But none of them understand the connection to the culture. Mm-hmm. Then we have culturists in the community, right? Mm-hmm. But they don't really study the science. So there's a huge gap in the community, right? So people now, like myself, uh, Brother Sanjeti, Brother Asar Imhotep, uh, Ankh Banu, we are tasked with filling that gap to bring these two, these two you know, studies together so that our children understand, oh, this isn't that different from this. In fact, they're saying the same thing just in different times. Another point I would like to bring is, speaking to that, our ancestors didn't have to be right about everything. No, they didn't. Why? Because they dealt with science. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And science is not right about everything. Science don't. It's it, science evolving. doesn't try to be right about everything. Yeah. Science seeks to know things. 
and to know more about things. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like the one answer thing ain't it. That's religious. Right. And I think the it's biggest thing that I try to get the people to understand is when your kids say, Mommy, Daddy, where did people come from? Right? You grab a Bible and say the book of Genesis. Mm -hmm. That's cool. But make sure you grab the Quran, right? <laughs> make sure you grab traditional African uh, mythology, because we do have mythologies too. Mm -hmm. Make sure you grab Native American mythologies, Asian mythology, uh, Nordic mythologies, you know what I'm saying? Grab all the mythologies, legend and folklore, and sit down and have a conversation about that. You know what I'm saying? And then say, okay, now, from a scientific perspective, let's see which myth is grasping certain aspects from a scientific perspective. And grab that. And that's how you teach your kids. What you'll find is all the myths will grab from certain grains of truth because they're just basically trying to understand their world, folklore. This is important. African mythology is important for African development. Absolutely. You can't get rid of that. You can't just go straight science because right. then you miss the cultural nuances. Mm -hmm. And what you're talking about. Right. And you miss the way your ancestors seen the world and the way they was trying to explain things. You know what I'm saying? Didn't that didn't have to be right, but they knew shit ain't just pop up. Right. They wasn't hitting with the pop-up formula. No. You know what I'm saying? They was trying and, to go and, into and, the deep oceans, which, which which match. Right. Oh, you mean fish? Mammals? How about the fish to do push-ups? People don't even know about that. They do. How about that? Mm -hmm. So yeah, you back to yes, pop the waters. Bacteria, mm -hmm. fish, the mammals develop, come up out the water, walking, the, the, the skeletal structure clearly shows you. You know what I'm saying? We have a connection to fish. Read the book and a fish. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and I probably pronounced the word wrong. The Tetelec fish. Oh, Tetelec. Tetelec fish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tetelec. Look that up. Yeah. Shoulder blades. One of the oldest the transition fossils. Tra I mean, so, man, listen, man. Stop it with the Bible shenanigans and the Quran shenanigans. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the, that's the problem. See, that's what we've been defeated with. This cultural war that says that to find out where humans come from, to find out how to have character and good behavior, you go to the Bible. That's where you kill your children at. That's the go-to work. But why is it the go-to work, though? It's the go-to work because of Gutenberg. Hold on. <laughs> Gutenberg. Gutenberg. He invented the printing press. Johannes Gutenberg. He invented the printing press. So on them damn slave ships, they was pushing Bibles out around the world. Absolutely. If you go, to, when I went to Senegal, it was it was a it was a frightening scene. <laughs> he said a frightening scene. Frightening scene because you know I went to the door and overturned. Mm. And the church they have, and, and that's basically what it was. What they were holding our ancestors in was basically a church. Underneath that's terrible. And then. They had this Bible verse from Psalms, and that was that's what they told them and preached to them before they got on the boat to go to the New World. And then you find these these vessels; they were baptizing our ancestors before they went to Facts. the New World. So Facts. basically, they were stripping you of your culture before you left Africa. Look, we're gonna end this right here, and we're gonna pick up again because me and you talked about that. We talked about why the need for colonization. And you know what I'm saying? Why, why, why unplug you from your culture and plug in their culture and how that's easy to control you? We're going to talk about that next. Right. Hey, Black African Power family. Woo!
peace, peace, family, and black power to you. You hear that playing in the background? That's that Broadway. Now that's where we go on the Broadway. Sonetta has put on the most amazing awards show ever, and it's taking place July 7th, 2018, 4 p.m. B in the building. We're gonna have a black carpet, you know, Sonetta gonna do it real huge and real big. It's probably gonna be an amazing after party. And the purpose of this event, to recognize the activists, the teachers, the leaders, the healers of our community. Sonetta's been a staple in the community a very long time. And it's only right that we take it to Broadway, not in the hood. So make sure you, you got it popping, all right? That's July 7th, 2018 at 4 p.m. on 95th Street and Broadway at the Symphony Space. It's an amazing, uh, luxurious spot where you can come and be recognized for all of your contributions. Sinetta, congratulations. Go to Sinetta TV for more details. You already know what it is. This is Black Dot giving a shout out to Sinetta for Sinetta Awards on Broadway.